Jenna. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It feels like forever since I've been up here. Man, I don't know. The, it's good to see you. You as well. Uh, thanks again for, for having me and let me join you on the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning. My name is Dr. Ben McMillan. I'm a chiropractor and the owner of the Neal Clinic. We're located over on Creighton Road. This morning, I've got a few things that I want to cover about how chiropractic care may be able to help you. You know, even if you've tried all sorts of other treatments, if you haven't tried chiropractic care yet, you haven't tried everything. But before I get into that, if you're tuned in this morning with us and you've got a chiropractic question that you want an answer to, send Jenna and I a message and I'll get to as many of those as I can this morning. Jenna, where do they text those into? Yeah, our text line is now open 850-437-1620. You can text in 437-1620 with all of your questions this morning. Yeah, I love it when you guys text in. Makes the show uh, a little more personal for you. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about this morning, probably a little recent recency bias for me, uh, is about a gentleman that I met earlier this week. You know, he came in, filled out all the paperwork, and we were headed back to the exam room, and I, he was carrying something. I noticed he had this, this envelope with him, not one of the big tan ones, just like a normal envelope, but it was pretty full. And after a few minutes, you know, we got to talking, and he was, you know, telling me why he was here, and it was because he was having this kind of pain and weakness in his right leg that he said had been going on for about the past year. And he said he's already been to several doctors for this, and this is where that envelope comes in. He brought with him his treatment plans from, you know, two six-week stints of physical therapy he had already had. He had notes from his primary care doctor who had ordered an MRI. He'd already had that done of his low back. He had results from a nerve conduction study he'd done, treatment notes from another chiropractor. I mean, this guy had been really trying to get this taken care of for about the last year. And despite all these treatments and all these other doctors looking at him, he really hadn't seen any relief of his symptoms. You know, and in in fact, he told me they were starting to get worse over the past, you know, three to four weeks. I asked him if he would mind, you know, if I took a few minutes to go over all that paperwork he'd brought in with him. Um, And and after seeing it all, it all kind of made sense. His lumbar MRI That's an MRI of his lower back. It showed a small to medium-sized disc herniation and some mild arthritis. And, you know, all things considered, that's really not all that bad. I mean, he's 80 years old. I I guarantee you at 80, you're going to have arthritis in your lower back. There's a good chance you're going to have some of those disc herniations. But none of it really seemed to line up with the symptoms he was describing to me. And if you've ever listened to our show before, yeah, I admit, yes, those disc herniations in your lower back can and often do cause weakness or pain or numbness down your legs. But during his exam, he really didn't show any of the the normal signs that this is what was causing his pain. That he, you know, normally on this, you'll have pain with some ranges of motion. Some of these orthopedic tests, even though I have the MRI already, you know, just do diligence and go through and go through the steps of this and none of that stuff was really causing his symptoms to be reproduced. 
you know, his physical therapists, they did an excellent job of taking him through the progression of this core strengthening exercises, which again, if, uh, he was experiencing pain from that disc herniation, that stuff would have helped his previous chiropractor who was adjusting his lower back, that would have helped. But he, again, he wasn't noticing any change in his symptoms. So I, something else had to be going on here. And what I found during his exam was that he didn't have these neurologic strength deficits in his leg that, you know, can in fact happen from those disc herniations. When they start pressing on the nerve, sometimes you do get these neurologic changes where you're having trouble picking up your feet or moving your leg. But actually, his legs were pretty strong. Uh, this guy had been a cross-country runner for most of his life, and, you know, he had a good leg strength, which I really wasn't expecting after seeing all the chart notes and the MRI. But he was having pain on this outer side of his leg that kind of started at his hip and ran down to just below his knee. And that's where something called your IT band is. You ever heard of the IT band, Jenna? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. this long, fibrous ligament. All and the ladies like to, we have to work it extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> By <laughs> the way. Popular, <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, sometimes this thing, it can become really irritated and cause pain. And the symptoms kind of look like they're coming from the low back because that's also where one of the big nerve roots that, you know, from time to time will get irritated and you get pain down that same side of your leg. You know, I I don't know how many times I've talk, talked about that on the air probably a lot. You know, it's pretty common, the pain traveling down your leg from the low back. And so I get why all those other physicians were treating the lower back. The MRI showed that there's a potential justification for that. But all the research shows that these clinical findings, like what he's saying in the history, what his exam findings are, they don't always line up with what the radiographic imaging shows with x-rays or MRIs. And that's pretty interesting to me. You know, they haven't they haven't quite figured out why two people with a similar size and a similar shape of a disc herniation, maybe in this exact same area, pressing on the same nerve, why those two different people will have dramatically different symptoms. You know, one patient might have excruciating pain or not be able to feel their arm or their leg really at all. And the other person, maybe they have little to no symptom, maybe just a little soreness in the neck or they, it, you know, it's... It's still a mystery as to why some people have those symptoms when others don't. So just because someone has told you that you have a disc herniation doesn't always mean that that's the cause of your pain. And, you know, there's there's another situation where he could have been experiencing both conditions at the same time. You know, pain from that pinched nerve as well as that IT band that's been irritated and causing something called IT band syndrome. Which is why when you call the Neal Clinic and you schedule your initial evaluation with Jamie, she's at our front desk. Jamie's going to make sure to put you in a time spot that gives me enough time to spend with you to truly assess what's going on. You know, sometimes my job is pretty straightforward. Uh, I met a woman from Michigan yesterday who had irritated her lower back playing pickleball. You know, she's down in, uh, in the panhandle to spend a few months over the winter. She's got a chiropractor back home, and she'd had some discomfort last week after playing pickleball, and she'd taken a few Tylenol, used her ice pack, and by the time she got to me, she was moving great. I mean, no pain on any ranges of motion, no orthopedic test really bothered her. 
She'd actually already even started playing pickleball again already. But she just wanted to come in and get checked out. I mean, I told her, look, you did the the right thing. Start with the ice pack, maybe some anti-inflammatories. If this comes back, come back and see me. But I, I don't think there's anything we need to do today. You know, it, it really wasn't bothering her. She was moving fine. Other days, my job can be a little more complicated, like the gentleman with the leg pain and all the tests and images and things that I have to review. But after we began to treat his leg for that IT band syndrome and his lower back, guess what? Now he's starting to walk better. Now he's already having less pain. You know, he spent almost an entire year, I think it was 11 months, trying his best to get resolution of those symptoms. You know, he went three times a week for six weeks, twice, to physical therapy. Got nowhere. Tried another chiropractor for over a month. It didn't have any changes. He had tried a medication from his primary care doctor. Nothing was seeming to help him. But that's because they weren't treating the right condition. And, you know, I said Jamie blocks off a time in my schedule for these new patient consultations. She doesn't just do this because I'm really slow at doing exams. You know, that's, <laughs> it's not because I'm just slow, right? The actual exam process itself, you know, I could really examine your entire spine in probably less than 10 minutes, maybe five if I had to. I think they timed us in school and the actual, you know, start to finish of the exam is not a, a really time consuming process. But what I do need the time in consultation with you is because all the research shows that patient outcomes are actually better if the patient is educated on what's causing their symptoms, you know, how their treatment plan is going to help them improve. And that can sometimes take time as well. When we get back to the exam room, I've got all sorts of pictures and charts and diagrams, all sorts of things that I can use to help show you what's causing your problems. You know, I'm a I'm a visual learner, like having pictures to help explain, hey, this is what your lower back looks like. This is what's causing these. These are where those nerve roots are and show you pictures of how they go down your leg. You know, I found that showing people these x-rays of similar conditions, they really help patients understand what's causing their problem. If you've got your MRI already or you've got your x-ray, I'll pull yours up on the screen back there. We'll go over it too so you can see exactly where these are on your body. You know, on, on occasion, I'll even try and draw a picture to help. You know, for those of you that um, are listening that have had the misfortune of having to see my artwork, I, I apologize. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time during my life in school, didn't take any art classes, uh, and it shows. You know, so if you see me reaching for that blank sheet of paper uh, and my pen, I, again, you'll have to bear with me in my drawings because uh, I won't be pursuing my art career and leaving chiropractic anytime soon. That, that, that's what I've been told, at least. But, you know, I wasn't entirely sure about, you know, the about this research findings when I first started. When I first saw it come out, you know, it said these patient outcomes are better with patient education. I assumed, you know, people are used to, you know, you, you get kind of accustomed to what you've done before, right? In our American healthcare model, what typically happens when you go to your doctor, you fill out a lot of paperwork, you wait about an hour, you say the same thing that you just wrote down and you tell it to your doctor. They do a quick exam and they either say, all right, we're going to send you to a specialist for more testing or we're giving you some medicine and you go to the pharmacy. 
very rarely do you get an explanation of how the medicine's going to actually work. You know, oh, it's for my blood pressure. Well, what does it do? How is it affecting your blood pressure? Uh, what are the side effects? What are the common side effects? What are the interactions with your other medications that you're taking? Uh, what else could you do besides taking the medicine to help? You know, when's the last time that has all been discussed at your primary care doctor? You know, it, probably never. But like I said, all these research papers, they were showing the same thing, that when patients were educated on their condition, regardless of their condition, they got better results and they got better faster if you educated them on what their condition is, how you're going to help them, and what they can do to help themselves. So I decided, you know, I decided let's implement this at my clinic and, you know, what I found, it works. I found that if I explain to my patients why I want them to use an ice pack instead of their heating pad, they'll actually do it. You know, if I just sent them home with an ice pack this winter and I said, hey, use this three times a day, maybe they do it once or twice. But as soon as it starts to get cold again, you know, right now it probably feels good because it's 75 outside. But when it gets down into the 40s, no one's really too excited about running to the freezer to grab those ice packs. But if I explain why and now they understand how that ice is going to help decrease the inflammation in their body, they start to get better, and then they keep using that ice pack, which is what I really need them to do. You know, once they understand how the spinal manipulations will help those irritated joints move properly again, you know, that's the process that's going to take some time, but they'll need to stay on that treatment plan, and not just as soon as they start feeling better, come in kind of arbitrarily, you know, as they want to. There's a reason that I tell you, hey, you, I need to see you this many times. I need to see you at these intervals. It's not just some, I don't pick my favorite number and say, I'll see you then. There's no magic to the way that chiropractic care works. It's a type of physical medicine that uses a hands-on approach to help treat disorders of your neuromuscular skeletal system. If we decrease the local inflammation around those irritated nerves or around those irritated joints, by using things like the E-STEM units or ice packs or a class 4 laser, and then we correct that joint dysfunction by manipulating the joints, you'll feel better. Then I can teach you how to stretch and strengthen the right muscles to stop this from happening again. It's not magic. If your problem is a chiropractic problem and we follow that formula, we get great results. And guess what? If I find out that your problem isn't a chiropractic issue, or it's not something that I'll be able to help you with, I'll refer you to the type of doctor you need to see. You know, and, and sometimes it really is. It's both. You know, I've had patients that I've treated for back pain that also have hip or knee complaints, right? Maybe we refer them out for x-rays of their hips to see, you know, what exactly is going on. Or same thing with the knees. And that hip is so far gone, it's degenerated so much that you really just need to have it replaced. If that's the case with your hip, chiropractic care really won't be able to help you much. And I refer them out to an orthopedic doctor who's going to do that surgery and replace their hip. I don't see any sense in wasting your time or my time trying to treat something that I know I can't help you with. I could use that time to help treat other patients that I can help. And even better for you, we can get you into somebody that will be able to help you with that problem. That's another thing many people don't realize about chiropractors. We're what's called a portal of entry doctor. So regardless of your, your health insurance, 
I don't care if it's a PPO, HMO, Medicare, it, it doesn't really matter, anything else. You don't need a referral to come see a chiropractor. You know, a lot of these doctors, like the orthopedic surgeons that I was talking about, sometimes you have, they won't see you unless you're referred by another doctor to them. And I actually think this was a really smart move by the insurers, actually. They knew that if they removed that, you know, referral process, that, that impediment from going to see a chiropractor, they could not only make it easier for patients to get the right care, but they could get the patients with chiropractic problems out of the primary care clinics because if your issue is a chiropractic issue, there's not much that your primary care doctor is going to do to really be able to help you. And that allows them to go to the right type of doctor to begin with and go see a chiropractor. If you have a physical joint injury, there's no medication. There's nothing that's going to change that joint aside from physically moving it. Uh, you know, it, there's the pills don't do that. That's not what they're designed to do. And when we're on the topic of those insurances, the same thing goes with auto accidents. I hear people call in all the time after a car accident or a car wreck, and they, they ask, you know, do I have to go see my doctor first before coming in to see us? The answer is no. Well, the, the answer is usually no. You know, if you're in a car wreck and you've got a bone sticking out of your arm where it shouldn't be, don't come in to see me. Go to the emergency room first. You know, if you're bleeding out of, you know, have a big gash on your head, Again, don't come in to see me. Go to the emergency room. Get that taken care of. But aside from that stuff, right, if you're not bleeding, if nothing's broken, really the best thing you can do is go see your chiropractor. And you've only got 14 days to do that, by the way. It's that crazy Florida 14-day rule that I talk about all the time. And some of you out there listening and saying, oh, 14 days, that's a long time. I got plenty of time. Well, that's about how many days we have until Christmas. So imagine trying to squeeze in a doctor's appointment between all the other stuff you have going on during this holiday season. Not to mention offices are going to be closed at different times. Those 14 days will fly by. So don't wait until it's too late and that insurance company slams the door in your face. When you're trying to seek care from that auto accident, you have to have it within those 14 days. Don't hesitate. Don't put it off any longer. Call today go get evaluated. Even if you're going out of town for the holidays, right? I, I know a lot of people are going to be traveling around this holiday season and maybe we can't treat you immediately because again, you're flying out somewhere. If you don't get that first evaluation in during those first 14 days, you lose that coverage provided by your auto insurance policy for good. I mean, it's I've seen it too many times. It's never a good conversation to have that they waited one day too many and now the all the injuries from those accidents that they had, their auto policy won't cover anymore. One more thing I wanted to touch on today before I run out of time. I know I talk about uh, you know a lot of different research articles or papers that I come across. And I do that because I want you guys to understand what I'm talking about. This stuff isn't just my opinion. These treatment protocols that we use in the clinic, the therapies I've chosen to incorporate into your treatment plan. These are the best researched and most effective tools that I'm able to offer as a chiropractor, right? There's some things that are just out of my scope under my license. Medications, I I can't prescribe medications. It's not something that your chiro my chiropractic license covers. 
And these research journals, they don't just don't they don't just take some post on Facebook and print it in their medical journal and uh, you know say, hey, this is what we found, right? That's not the way this stuff works. These studies are done by these teams of researchers and scientists and doctors from all different fields. It's not just a, a room full of chiropractors doing this stuff. There's MDs, PTs, there's PhDs that have research degrees. I mean, and these journals are peer-reviewed and analyzed by statisticians to make sure that all these results that they're proclaiming are actually valid experiments with statistically significant results. And, you know, that's that's the difference between, you know, the fake news and the, the Facebook ad that you saw and then the medical journals that we're talking about. You know, you can see just about anything in a targeted ad online. There's a, all sorts of stuff. You know, there's hundreds, if not thousands of different gizmos and gadgets out there that are marketed to people in pain. And I, I completely understand that. I looked, I looked it up to see what the number actually was. And I, the most recent one I found, I guess it takes them a while to compile all this data. But in 2020, they looked back and saw that in 2016, Americans spent $380 billion on low back pain and neck pain. On in healthcare, that's insurance companies and individuals that spent that amount of money. So of course, marketers are going to take advantage of that, right? But that doesn't mean everything that they're selling is actually going to help you. You know, many of these products, they actually just spend most of their money on advertising campaigns, and they really don't spend anything on research studies because they don't care. They know if they put this nice smooth ad online, they'll sell a couple, and that's really what they're. You know, they got a couple reviews from users, which may or may not be real. But if some $50 massager or brace with copper in it would fix your back pain, Americans wouldn't spend $380 billion a year getting treatment for this stuff. I'd have, t I'd just have a clinic full of these $50 massagers and braces and I'd pass them out to everybody and that would be that. You know, it's, it, that's just not the way it works. That's why I was so excited to add our new class four laser therapy because those things are amazing. The research papers that continue to come out on these just validate it for more and more uses. Uh, I'm running short on time, so I'll pick up on this uh, next week, but I was going over a, a paper that talked about osteoarthritis in your knee and how much laser therapy incorporated with exercise makes it so much better than just exercise alone. I mean, it's not only do we use it on knees, low backs, hip pain, shoulder pain. I mean, it, these things have tons of uses that are validated by these research studies. And Jenna's waving her hands at me. She's saying, it's it's time to go. I've run out of time again. Uh, and I tend to do that, but that's okay. Again, my name is Dr. Ben McMillan. My clinic is the Neal Clinic. We're located on Creighton Road, right across the street from Walmart. If you're ready to find the source of your pain and fix it, give my clinic a call at 850 479-2700 and we'll get you scheduled for your consultation. Thanks again for having me on this morning, Jen. I hope you have a great weekend. Yes, you as well. Thank you so much, Dr. McMillan, neoclinic.com. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jenna Barr. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 923. Stay tuned. We have a local news update with David Wayne in the newsroom. And then we will be joined by Al Giordano and Associates. So join me and stay tuned if you'd like to text in 437-1620.